It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. Well, like the universe or, you know, or the energies, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. It's like, well, yeah, maybe there's just like a personal God that cares about us and is all powerful uh-huh. and wants you to know that. <laughs> like... It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! Welcome to Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry. I am Kyle Hyman here at the grounds of the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Mm-hmm. Miracles. Yeah. Would you say that you've experienced a miracle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like a science can't explain it miracle or just like a, Oh, that was a nice thing that happened. That I can <laughs> uh, maybe somewhere in between. <laughs> uh, actually just shared the story the other day. So yeah, maybe, yeah, not like a complete physical healing in my own body, mm-hmm. but um, in college I, um, I would get either injuries or it seems like I was prone to little things, but I got this like bad infection in my foot playing basketball i had to have like a gel pad underneath my foot to like be able to run because uh-huh. it hurt so bad and after a game i went into the trainer's office i'm like i don't know what to do like the red line started moving at my foot i'm like oh that's not good and then one of the chaplains came in and at first like i i wasn't really into like praying with people and praying over people like that uh-huh. wasn't i was still like a little like weirded out by that I guess but he like didn't miss a beat and he just like put his hand on my foot and started praying uh-huh. I was like father you really don't have to touch it he's like no it's fine and he just started <laughs> praying I'm like okay okay and not like he left and then like l- probably like two minutes later this random guy walks into the training room and just said like hi to the trainer they were friends he was an MD uh-huh. and she's like wow what are you doing here he's like oh I was just like you know in town blah blah, blah. I want to say hi and she was like actually could you look at this uh-huh. and he wrote me a prescription right there i was like wow right after the prayer right after the prayer this a doctor from who knows where uh-huh. came wrote a prescription for my foot was better in like a couple of days huh just saying so yeah maybe not like wasn't immediately healed through the touch of this priest uh-huh. but i mean come on <laughs> like yeah, I, I grew faith in me. Definitely. That's one of those things that people could just say, yeah, that's a, just a coincidence. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. I mean... They could say that. They could say that. Yeah. And it could be. It could 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 be. could be. doesn't seem like it, but it could <laughs> be. But there's other miracles that we look at and science can't explain it. Right. There's no it, coincidence that doesn't even make sense for it. I right. think of things like... Our Lady of Guadalupe. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't been, but I've yeah seen good presentations on like the tilma and everything. It's there is insane. so much science behind yes. it. Yes, and so for those that aren't familiar, you know, this apparition mm-hmm. that Saint Juan Diego had of Mary, she appeared to him, and then that image ends up on his tilma, which is yes. this kind of like a apron mm-hmm. that was made out of like cactus oh, grass or something. Like yeah, some, some kind of natural fibers Fiber, whatever yeah. that they've recreated it since then mm-hmm. and every recreation has rotted away but right. that one hasn't there's, there's just that's just one thing yeah there's a lot there's so yeah. many things that science cannot explain mm-hmm. about this an explosion that went off that bent metal but didn't damage the tilma 
and things like microscopic things they can't figure out what there's no kind of pigment or paint or anything yeah it's not like was, they, in the fa- in the yeah. fibers it's like hovering above it or something it's there's like, all kinds yeah. of just things that science can't explain right. that seems like this is definitely a miracle yeah like nobody can explain this it's not coincidence mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like that doesn't explain it <laughs> it uh, I, sometimes i wonder how people can disbelieve because yeah. there's so many of these. There's so many healings mm-hmm. that medicine can't explain. In fact, I was looking, have you ever been to Lourdes? Yes. Yes, I okay. have. Okay. So with Lourdes, there's all these like wheelchairs mm-hmm. and crutches. And you see this at some different Marian sites and stuff. But I remember when I was there, they said that, and I looked it up before coming here to get the numbers. There's been more than 7,000 miraculous recoveries attributed to Our Lady of Lourdes. Mm -hmm. But there's only 70 cases that have been officially recognized by the Catholic Church. So what is that? One out of every 1,000? I guess so. 70,000 versus 70. (laughs) They made the math easy on that one. (laughs) So the Catholic Church is very reluctant to endorse or approve miracles. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't say that they didn't happen. They're not saying right. that the other six... they're frauds or something. That's not what they're saying. 6,930 of them were fake. They're just saying like, well, we can't prove it. Mm-hmm. Because they go through such scrutiny yeah. to say that this is, is legitimate that there's no way that it could have been by chance mm-hmm. or no way that it could have been... well. Like yours would never get approved by the church Correct. because they'd say, no, a doctor prescribed medicine. That's right. why you were healed. Right. And they could never prove that the only reason this guy showed up is because there was a prayer. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. It, it, right. it may have been a miracle, but it doesn't need to be approved by the church and we don't need to put a shrine in that. Uh, <laughs> like, <right. laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. And so sometimes I look at people that don't believe in God or that aren't Catholic and they have you not heard about these miracles? Mm-hmm. Like Eucharistic miracles. Yeah. Where the bread turns into actual flesh. And the fact that with every single one of these, it's always been the same blood type. Mm-hmm. And that it can't be explained. And that it, it seems tissue. like it's living. Yeah. And it never never decays. And that the blood is still liquid. And the, like all these different things. There's no explanation other than God is real. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Because endlessly like reduce things back to... You know, even like the creation of the world, like you just uh-huh. like keep reducing, you just go on forever. And it's like, well, then that means that means God. And so I don't know. Right. Yeah, I I don't I don't get it either. I think it's more comfortable to say like, well, like the universe or you know, or the energies, blah uh-huh. blah blah. It's like, well, yeah, maybe there's just like a personal God that cares about us and is all powerful uh-huh. and wants you to know that. <laughs> like, but even Catholics, I think are practical secessionists sometimes that like, so secession that uh, miraculous events ceased, you know, with the apostles, like after that, like, right. So we like didn't quote, need them. Right. Healings. Yeah. That we don't need them or something. Huh. But that's not Catholic at all. Uh-huh. Um, healings and miraculous things happen. So I think maybe part of the problem is a lot of these miracles aren't popular. It's not common knowledge. People might, see Our Lady of Guadalupe image in the church, but have no idea that there is anything other than an apparition. They don't know that there's a a thing hanging in Mexico City <laughs> that 
is still there after what 500 and some years yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. But we don't talk about these miracles. We don't talk about the Eucharistic miracles that have happened and all the science that has gone into it. There's not documentaries out there. There are a few. A few. But yeah. they're not popular. Yeah, I would you agree know, with that. They're not on TV usually. Mm-hmm. And so I, sometimes I kind of wonder, like, why, why aren't these things more popular? Why aren't we talking about them? Mm-hmm. Why is this such a secret? Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that. And what I've seen, at least, is that I feel like maybe young people and even like probably like an older generation that's maybe lukewarm or has walked away from the faith, like unless God has encountered me and touched me um, and answered me and like I have some personal understanding of these things, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't hit, it doesn't stick. Um, hmm. So maybe, I don't know, an idea of like, yeah, getting better at communicating these great stories, these great truths, miracles that like that this matters to you. What like, yeah, Our Lady of Guadalupe didn't just appear to Saint Juan Diego just for his sake mm-hmm. when she said Juanito and like, am I not here? Am I not your mother? Like, is that not something that she wanted to tell everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I think being able to communicate the purpose of them uh, better, yeah, to a wounded. Uh, generation or a wounded person who's in front of you that yeah doesn't feel loved doesn't care like even if there was a miracle and that God made these things happen that yeah what's it to me mm-hmm. I think we although that may, comes from like a wounded and sometimes selfish place I think we still need to be able to answer that do you have a favorite miracle story or that one I can think of um, yeah Lourdes and Fatima I was able to be in both of those places uh-huh. Yeah, Lourdes, I think part of like the witness of Bernadette, of her belief in the mm-hmm. in the miracles of the waters and willing to be a fool for it mm-hmm. um, was powerful. Yeah, and then Fatima, I was at um, probably like, I wish I could remember the hotel's name because even if it's if it's there to this day, I would encourage you to stay there. <laughs> it was great. Um, but the, the gentleman who owned it, his, I believe it was his grandmother, witnessed the miracle of the dancing sun in the sky. Yeah. But yeah, but just like having those conversations with people that have actually witnessed something mm-hmm. amazing. Well, in both of those examples, I feel like are examples of the church being very hesitant to approve. Yes. And very skeptical mm-hmm. of both of those, Fatima and Lourdes. Mm-hmm. Like the St. Bernadette was going to the bishop saying this was happening. He's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like, you're crazy. Mm. And it's not until she says that Mary identifies herself as the Immaculate Conception. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do you even know that term? Like, yep. We've just been talking about that internally. Yep. Like, how do you know that? Or with Fatima, it's mm-hmm. like these three kids. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, uh, I'm not a scholar on this, but they were almost abused. Yeah. Like, like looked down upon and tortured, yeah. Because of them saying this and people thought they were lying until then thousands experiences. Uh-huh. And like, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is something. You're, yeah. you're onto something here. Yeah. And, I think some of that is a healthy skepticism and maybe sometimes it was taken too far in in some cases, but even the term devil's advocate Mm -hmm. coming from the church saying, look, we've got all these Catholic people. Let's have somebody that that is fighting against it to disprove it. Right. And is looking for anything to disprove that, find some natural phenomenon that happened in many cases, if not all cases, there's atheists 
yes. scientists, yes. Doctors, doctors, whatever that are mm-hmm. that are analyzing the case. So it's not just biased Catholics who, are, who want to prove this, but they have people that would be certainly the most skeptical and want to find some kind of reasonable explanation mm-hmm. of how this happened or to, to say that it never happened at all. Mm-hmm. And not because the church is anti-science, but because we want to show if there's a scientific explanation for it. Right. They would be the first ones to yeah. find it. <laughs> right. And I think that's a credit to the church to not just blanketly take somebody's word for it. Right. Not that they're lying in many cases, but that we wouldn't have other people believing something if we couldn't prove that it's true. Yeah. Like we want to be able to communicate this fact to the world. And some of those people are going to want to know like, Oh, well there has to be some reason. And then we can say like, well, actually no. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I know a a priest who was in a, when he was a seminarian, he was in an awful car accident. Um, Like awful. He lost uh, his friend that was with him and, Mm. and he arrived to the hospital um, forget like without the use of his eye like his eye was not there <laughs> anymore and the doctor was an atheist and he's like I don't know and after being in the hospital he had an eye <laughs> like it was there it functioned and he was like I don't know like this it was not here like yeah. what is what's happened like yeah so he like freaked out pretty much all of his nurses and, do- and doctors he was like <laughs> like praying to our lady i don't know like yeah and i think that's for people that are struggling with a faith that this can be a resource this can be something that might help you in your faith or to find a book or share that with somebody else that's struggling any of the miracles that we just mentioned if you just look online Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's plenty of stories and articles and some videos available maybe documentaries on some of them but i think that can be a help for us when we are struggling but then i think it brings up the question of why then aren't miracles happening all the time? Mm. Like, why is it just select? And when I pray for healing for myself or for somebody else yeah. and they don't get healed, why not? Yeah. Why didn't a miracle happen then? Why didn't God answer my prayer? Mm. And, which I think is kind of a whole nother topic. So maybe yeah. we should save that for a future episode. <laughs> for sure. Is that something but, you think you could tackle? Because I, I think that's a huge struggle for people of God didn't answer my prayer, so he must not be real. Yes. I think especially like when we're face to face with something like real suffering yeah. and evil and yeah, we need help and it just doesn't make sense. And yeah, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Well, people will have to listen next time. Okay. As Stay Sister tuned. Ignatia <laughs> enlightens us on why God didn't answer your prayer, but he still loves you. Yeah. Well, I guess we don't have to do the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to know why. Okay, okay. We'll come back. (laughs) All right. Thank you, sister. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. To make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Mm